Hello and welcome to the Performance Through Health podcast. We aim to inspire and educate our listeners through engaging conversations on all things health and fitness, mindset, business and philosophy. My name is Martin McPhillamy and I'm your host and I hope you enjoy today's episode. So two weeks since the comp. Yep. How are you feeling? Yeah, good. Yeah, um, to be honest, it wasn't a very taxing comp for me. So um, yeah, it's really good to get competing again because um, one thing about strongman that's kind of unique among strength sports as opposed to powerlifting is um, you compete quite often um, if you want to kind of make a name for yourself or you know um, get more experience. So um, yeah, it's pretty hard training for it and not having anything to compete for until literally um, November or uh, September. Of course, because the, the COVID shit's just been like yeah, yeah, yeah. wiped everything out, so yeah. you can't do anything. Yeah. But uh, no, today we're with two WA strongman competitors. So you won in two thousand seventeen, was it? Yeah, one WA strongest yep. man. Yep. in twenty seventeen. Yeah. So Max McCall, we had him on in episode number ten. Yeah. Uh, go back and listen to that episode to hear Max's story and how he got into into uh, into you know, strongman and powerlifting and the comparison of the two. And then we've got Ayrton Barrett as well today. Ayrton, how long have you been in uh, strongman for Oh, now? so it's my second year. Um, obviously, like Max was saying, just before COVID's thrown it out quite a bit. So I was hoping to get a bit more experience uh, at the start of the year and then lead in nicely to finals uh, at the end of the year. But um, obviously, that's thrown everything out. So yeah, just competed recently uh, on the weekend as well. Yeah, sweet. So go back, uh, I'm guessing it was just over a year ago, to the competition that you both competed in. That Was, was that your first States finals? Yeah, so Max just pulled me aside and we, we worked together at the time and he goes, hey mate, uh, I think it's time for you to do a strongman comp. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, yeah, I, was, I had no idea what was going on. I was like, okay, uh, there's no way I could do that. Because <laughs> so uh, I, rem- I remember back in... Oh, <laughs> Just be- before that, it must have been 12, 15 weeks before that first competition mm. with Joe's Garage mm. and like you were doing the deadlifts and stuff like that and we're all yeah. doing it and we're, yeah. we're probably about equal as each other. Yeah. And it's like, right, yeah. all of a sudden we, we heard you going from a rugby well, boy to train. You know what's funny? After that, um, that deadlift sesh, that was the sorest I'd ever been in my life. <laughs> I couldn't, uh, at work I was trying to pick up dumbbells on the ground and I couldn't even bend over. And oh, was this the uh, legendary 10 by 10? 10 by 10, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even that heavy. It was like 110 kilos. Yeah, we didn't do that much, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was just literally the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, come come a long way since then. But yeah, yeah. I think, uh, well, that's sort of when I met Max, not long after that. Yeah. And he pretty much just made me do a program. Didn't even really have a choice, I think. Well, yeah, well, um, it was kind of what Ryan wanted to do one. Mm. Um, you were his training buddy, so you got dragged into it. Yeah, yeah. That's the best Who's thing Ryan? Uh, Have I met Ryan? So the uh, owner of um, BBR. Oh yeah, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of course, yeah. yeah. So he wanted to do as in wanted to do strongman yeah, or wanted so, to do. So your... I came on as a trainer, and um, Ryan's always um, trying to just learn as much as possible. Yeah. So um, he sort of asked if um, he wanted me to write him and Anton an eight week program just to learn my kind of style of training. Yeah. And they um, both gave it a crack and. Um, Got some good results and um, yeah, Ayrton um, got hooked on strength training. Yeah, so, I'd sort of been a bit pedestrian with my training uh, up until then. Yeah. I've been really just a bit of a bro in the gym, just sort of not counting reps or sets, just going in and to it burned or mm. just random exercises, avoiding squats or compound lifts completely. Um, so it was a complete, uh, you know, out of my comfort zone yeah. type of training. 
Yeah, and how, how have you actually found uh, like that transition? Um, oh, I think it's really, it's, it's changed my life, if I'm going to be honest. Mm. Uh, before I was like, almost like I approached my life like my training. Before I was quite um, all over the place with my training, didn't really care too much about my training. Um, and I feel like that's had a direct, um, like a direct uh, change in my life where mm. now I'm a lot more organised, um, I, you know, I apply all the mental toughness stuff I've learned in the gym to mm. my life. Yeah, it's it's been great. It certainly, it certainly does. Like, yeah, I've always said that in terms of when you're focused on your training, you've got a good training block. You've got uh, like you know it's structured everything else just around your life just seems to yeah. pull in as yeah, well. Totally. And like it can put you. Uh, no, it's that's why in in my performance through health hierarchy, the first thing is just like let's get someone on a, on a training program. Let's get mm. them in, yeah. get some structure into their life and create mm. some order. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like okay, well. You just have to kind of, okay, you, you, number one, you stop drinking. Yeah. You stop all the fucking, you stop all the fucking, you know, just, like, just oh, I don't know what I'm going to do today. You have to kind of start planning your life, don't you? Yeah. But I think the thing is, um, you know, if you want to become successful in anything, you, you don't necessarily need a weight training, but you need some kind of physical practice mm. that you're, some kind of craft that you're honing and getting better at. Even if it's um, something lower level or if it's calisthenics or yoga or um, dancing, or it doesn't really matter, just some kind of physical practice that's activating the brain, you know, making new neural networks and, mm-hmm. um, you know, keep giving you the energy to be successful in other areas of your life. Yeah, energy is definitely a big one for, for exercise. People people think, oh, no, I'm too tired to exercise, but you're mm-hmm. never going to get that energy level if you don't get out yes, there and start exactly. moving and start yeah. exercising, really, are you? Uh, so uh, compared to where you were uh, at the state comps last, year, last, last mm-hmm. time, obviously you had the, your comp this time, Ayrton, how how were you feeling in comparison to um, you know, a year ago? Yeah, I feel, uh, well, we sort of really went back to the drawing board at the start of the year and figured out what I needed to get better at. I wanted to take off the 300 kilo deadlift and uh, bench press I've always been good at, so I wanted to hit a 180 kilo bench press. So I hit those lifts. Um, so I was even going back further than that. I was very lucky over COVID uh, running a gym, I was able to take gym equipment home. So no no point during the year have I ever had any time off training. Yeah, <laughs> essentially really. I've just been going uh, nonstop right through. So I've made great progress this year. Um, you know, a few technical things I can always be better at, but um, I'm really happy with how I'm going. And like compare compared to where I was at state finals last year, almost like a different different person yeah sweet and Max mm. you so you did all the programming yeah so how long was so before the qualifiers this year what's, what was the program how, how long was the structure sort of thing and what, what did you put together so um, let me think back so basically over COVID we did a just a bodybuilding phase because we were like um, Asia needs just more muscle mass to fill out the 105 kilo weight class so we did eight-week bodybuilding phase and then like an eight-week kind of general strength phase aiming for that 180 bench, that 300 deadlift and then we transitioned to do a, a fairly quick comp prep. Yeah, okay. From there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically he had a really big, um, basically like a 16-week off-season which you don't often get in strongman. So it was actually, COVID was a really good opportunity mm. with, um, and he stayed motivated despite there not being any comps. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. Um, I think the bodybuilding was good, was good, just eight weeks of just pure hypertrophy training, uh, which he really enjoyed. And it was a good mental break, not feeling beat down from all the heavy weights. Mm. And, mm. and so so why is it important to, to, to have that muscle mass then? Well, um, you know, muscle moves weight. So um, 
if you're just you go any kind of sport, you want to look at what are the best in the world doing and what are their physical attributes. So um, I'm big on people getting uh, DEXA scans yeah. and actually looking at their um, muscle and their body fat percentage. And Ed hasn't got one of those, but um, we can look at the. <laughs> <laughs> two out of three now. Got no. one, <laughs> then Twiggy got one, you got one. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, so all my clients, I look at um, who's the best, who's the world champion in their weight class. So in Ethan's weight class, it's Anthony Furman. Okay. So he's won the 105s last year. Off season, he's about 115 and he's quite lean. I'd say maybe like 10%. So that's a substantial amount uh, of muscle mass. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, it's going to take, like if Anton, um, you know, wanted to reach a level, that'll take another, it could take another, you know, year, years, years and years to reach yeah. that level. But that is um, a really, really big dude. And he's, the, he's loose for a fact that he can strip press 160 kilos. Shit. You know, his deadlift's been near, you know, 400 without a suit. So what sort of weight is he going to come in at, uh, 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 off season? So off season, yeah, we're way bound 115-ish and yeah. we'll cut to 105 in comp. And where did you get up to? Um, I was about one twelve at my heaviest. Yeah, uh, not I was. Yeah, I cut down a little bit and then started cutting properly. But I was holding a bit of water weight from, you know, I was taking a lot of creatine, trying yeah, to yeah. creatine loading phase as well. Yeah. And it was just a lot of food as well. So yeah. Was, um, yeah, just kind of food volume weight as well. Yeah, like you know, yeah. you wake up and you're like. 110 and by the end of the day you're 112 kilos <laughs> you're sitting in your guts hanging out oh. makes a big difference doesn't it so yeah. did you do anything with nutrition or did you just literally just go right I'm just going um, to eat as much as I can oh look that's one of the aspects that I've for the finals of like you know right I could I could have been better um, and I wasn't I was just aiming for a protein target mm -hmm. every uh, day but now I look back I was thinking you know I had no control over the carbs if I had cravings I would just eat something you know yeah. i wouldn't say i was eating outrageous amount of calories but there was definitely days where i was higher or lower and it was just way it was no consistency yeah yeah um, and you know what like that's cool you know i wasn't wasn't uh on point but you know that's a learning you got to learn that for yourself and then take it into the next one that's, that's it at the end of the day you've got to you've got to enjoy the process and if it's your first kind of like few strongman competitions mm. and all of a sudden you're like limit we you know we said earlier it's good to have some structure but if you're limiting yourself like you know, i look at twiggy and he just limits himself 24 7 and it's just like <laughs> man like, one day you're just going to explode or something because like you, you can't have that much order in your life and like not kind of yeah. that loose sort of thing you're, you're, yeah i don't know but like if you if you, you gotta enjoy the process as well haven't you mm. yeah i think uh I was enjoying eating burgers and stuff on the weekends. Yeah, you did. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, like, I'm not much of a drinker, so I wasn't really drinking alcohol. So I think that was one aspect where I was like, oh, well, I don't drink. So, you know, I'll just have, like, a burger on the weekend and then oh, I had ice cream on Saturday night as well. And then, oh, Saturday morning, oh, I feel like a big bacon egg. <laughs> it just starts, you know, snowballing. And first of all, it starts off as just a little treat and then it's, like, a weekend of treats. Yeah, <laughs> next minute you're 112 kilos. Yeah, no, I think I'm pretty sure everyone can relate to that. <laughs> oh, mate, like I, over that COVID period, I think I had six or seven weeks off and I got to, I mean, I'm sitting at 19.7 or something now, but I was like 99. Yeah. And I was like, no, I mean, the heaviest I've been is 102. And that was when I pulled 260 deadlift. Yeah. And I was like, because I was training for strength, I was trying yeah. to keep get the calories up there. But then 
I just don't feel like I can move it at that sort of weight. And because mm. I'm not a strong man, I'm not, yeah. I'm not power lifter. I actually like to, you know, my sort of training is more yeah. kind of like, I like to move. I like mm. to physically feel that I can move kind of fast just from yeah. rugby, rugby days. Like if mm, I feel yeah. slow, I feel like, you know, I might get hit by a target or something. It's yeah. just in my, it's something in my head. Like uh, I'm not going to be able to move. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to step around anyone. Not like I can step anyway, but um, so yeah, but I had like six weeks off training and then I went to try and train with Joey and trying to train oh, all that. Sorry, don't, at, don't at, do that. At the, time, at the time when he was like peaking for the uh, Arnold's. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I've, oh, yeah. I've had six weeks off, like just fucking done nothing other than trying yeah. to write a book and then to go and train him when he's trying to peak for you know, Arnold Strongman. Yeah. Man, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I just can't handle this at all. It was, yeah, but... Uh, I was just munching away and ended up all of a sudden your weights just go up, up and up, up, yeah. up, 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 up. Yeah. It's all the little, like, um, the little things you eat and it adds up by the end of the day. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I, I had the same issue um, over COVID. I just, um, yeah, I, I often, you know, as I said, I get those deck scans. So I'm always chasing muscle mass rather than just weight. Mm-hmm. And especially, um, I found uh, just purely just basically bulking hard, that worked up to a certain point. Worked up about when I was maybe 115, um, I just, I'd do a massive bulk and I'd gain a substantial amount of muscle. And then after that, it actually completely stopped working. Where I actually would have gained, um, I found I gained more muscle almost in a slight deficit. Mm. Because the, um, yeah, the, yeah, because my body would just, um, I was at a body, fat, basically at a body fat level where it was just um, going into fat tissue yeah. and more muscle. Yeah, obviously you, you know lose my insulin sensitivity. Yeah, you, kind of your when your surplus is is, is too big, then you, yeah. know, you are just going to pack on too much fat over muscle, and then yeah, estrogen estrogen levels go up and testosterone starts to go down. Yeah, exactly. But um, I mean, that's a mistake. It's it's hard as a strength athlete when I'm, I'm competing against monsters that are like you know um, 160 plus kilos. Mm. It's hard sometimes not to chase the scale and remember mm. you, you've got to stick in your own lane yeah. and do what needs uh, you need to do for your own body to put on muscle tissue rather than just trying to chase the scale yeah um, so I got up uh, I was weighing like um, I mean 127 um, after a big feed at one point <laughs> 127 yeah. wow, that's heavy hey <laughs> and then uh, I <laughs> and I, I, was, I was really feeling it <laughs> and then for this comp I actually um, and then you did your Dexter well, Dex against gun. Yeah, I had a pretty unflattering Dex. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get text messages from people going, uh, "Did I just see like Max running, running down Scarborough? This this big hundred twenty-seven kilo man going for a <laughs> oh, jog well, in COVID." Well, actually, oh, so so that that period, I was more like one fifteen. Yeah, when I was when I was running. And then by the time I was up to one twenty seven, there, there was no more money. <laughs> <laughs> Just start. It was a like, Perth. Perth doesn't have earthquakes. What's that? <laughs> it would have been a sight watching Max run. Bowling ball. <laughs> so we'll, we'll get back to that. I'll, I'll tell that story, full story in a second. But um, I ended up actually cutting about almost ten kilos of this comp. Mm, really? I actually felt a lot stronger and a lot okay. better. Um, so yeah, it was, and I was really in like, um, yeah, it was only really over two months. I dropped 10 kilos quite rapidly. I was maybe 118 on the day yeah. and, um, yeah, performed so, a lot better. So do you think that's your ideal weight to, to, to compete at now then? Uh, no, so th- that's always going to change over time. Yeah. Um, cause obviously the goal was always just more and more muscle, muscle mass. Yeah. So, you know, um, like if I wanted to be a successful pro, I really need, um, 
Needs to be about 140 kilos. Shit, that's <laughs> that's a long way. Yeah. <laughs> but you gotta have that long vision, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have. Yeah. So in the like in the competition, the actual day itself. Mm. Obviously, uh, you know, take us through what sort of you know, what's the, what's a day like doing doing a strongman competition. Like you know, most sports, it's just like you go, it's 90 minutes, mm. then you're out. Um, so I've played a lot of rugby in my life, and I was really similar to rugby sevens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you course. have multiple games over the course of the day, and. Um, you know, you feel a little bit beat up after everyone, but just before the next game, you get up, you warm up, and the adrenaline takes over, and um, you go into the next event. Um, so that's pretty much it. You just you just have to enter the state where you just have to forget about everything else, just do what works mm. for you. Um, this comp, I really tried to warm up properly yeah. uh, before every event. So uh, in the past, I've been guilty to giving into the pain a little bit. I mean, like, oh, I'm so sore where... Uh, this time, you know, got got out the foam roller, got out the bands, you know, warm out the glutes, all that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, and I guess uh, the nerves are so high, like no matter how many comps you've done, it's hard to eat. Yeah. So, um, you know, even for breakfast, I managed to eat some breakfast for the first time before a comp. Um, but during the day, I just nibbled on some lollies, um, had some pineapple there, Um yeah, I so say everyone's yeah. got their lunch boxes, everyone's got all their food, but like, no, no one, no one, no one's really. <laughs> like, apart from Naramu, yeah. Naramu's just yeah. smashing everything, but that's, <laughs> because, that's because he's just confident. He's just like, yeah. Yeah, he probably oh, he's done so many comps. He's yeah. been there, done that, you know. And that's a part of it. You're saying you have to have, you have to get into so many competitions. You have to do so many competitions to actually get good at it because it's very Absolutely. technical, isn't it? Very technical. Um, yeah, well, I mean, that was um, interesting. I had last year I attended a seminar with Zdrus Vickers, who's widely considered um, the strongest man who ever lived. Mm. At the very least, definitely the most successful competitive strongman who's ever lived. Yeah, yeah. And he's done, um, you know, somewhere in the region of like 250 or 300 comps or something ridiculous um, at a professional level over yeah. 20 years. Wow. So, you know, around, you know, 15, whatever it works at, 15, 20 comps a year. And uh, that, that's um, some of his advice he gives people is to get good, you need to actually do a lot of competitions. Because that's the only way you're going to get over those nerves and then you're going to learn, get the actual practice on the exact implements and you learn the strategy and how you actually fight to actually win comps. Yeah, of course. Um, and, and it's actually quality training as well. Mm. There's not many times you get to fully go all out and see what you can do in training because mm. you haven't got that adrenaline from the crowd which yeah. can really up your performance level. Yeah. You know, there's certain, um, certain exercises that... I'm just substantially weaker in training. Like the the yoke, for instance, um, you know, we had 400 kilos in training. I barely moved it, picked it up, and did a few steps, and it absolutely um, bent me, bent me in half. Yeah. And all the day I just sprinted with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I saw that. I saw it actually. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you put it. Was it was on your YouTube channel. It's Max Moore Human Potential. That's your new YouTube channel, isn't it? Yeah, I, I did put some some stuff. Yeah. yeah, so I've seen a few clips on there, and I saw the clip of you uh, or comparing the yoke, yeah. the yoke pre, yeah. and you got like three meters, four meters, yeah. and then you literally just walked in the comp, you walked the whole length like it was nothing, right? Yeah, well, actually, I mean, there was a, I took about three videos of that training session because the first two I didn't even pick it up. I just went under and strained, and then yeah, really, didn't even move. And then um, everyone just psyched me up, and eventually I kind of did a few steps, and then it nailed me. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So how how um, can you like you know you're saying that you can't really do that? If if there was a way to be able to 
replicate a competition in training i guess that's just getting the amongst the boys really isn't it and getting because it's difficult because obviously you weight different weight classes yeah number one and you don't really want to train with someone who you're competing against unless you're close mates um no we wouldn't have an issue competing against someone I've trained with. yeah 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 I, I just don't have any training partners at the moment yeah anyway, yeah, anyway. yeah it's kind of yeah hard to find someone who's doing a similar program these days everyone's so busy it's hard to nail someone mm. down at the same time Every you know four times a week, every week. So, yeah, yeah. You know that's that's one thing that um would be beneficial. If I saw more people training together and actually having like a crew. Yeah, yeah. To each other because that's what you see a lot of the really good guys doing. A lot of bodybuilders get together and train together. Uh, that's right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, bodybuilding's got quite a, a, a community, haven't they? Really. Mm, yeah. yeah so, I mean, it's also um definitely with bodybuilding, it's highly beneficial having a training partner for those force reps. Mm. Drop sets. It's almost um, I almost say it's uh, for absolute maximal hypertrophy. It's almost essential to have a training yeah. partner. Yeah, I remember when I was doing that hypertrophy block. Mm. Some days I'd be by myself thinking, "Oh goodness, yeah. uh, you know, max reps at you know yeah. one thirty bench." I was thinking, "Oh." Yeah. what's the last rep going to look like <laughs> we're on like fifth set of ten you're like fuck I don't know whether I've got ten in here but, and I've got no one around me <laughs> yeah. oh man that's fucking so uh, how Tom how, how, will you, how long did it take you to recover from that sort of uh, competition um, well I think going out and getting completely blind drunk <laughs> well yeah what's the, uh, what's the best option no but like I alluded to before uh, we don't I don't drink much neither does Max so uh, it was Max's birthday at midnight so we decided okay let's have a good one um, so I was still hung over three days later but uh, it pretty much took me to I'm I'm still not feeling 100% if I'm honest yeah really um, I just feel stiff and sore yeah. and tight um so you know uh, like i'm not um sore i just feel stiff in my joints and stuff so i think uh, actually by the end of the week by today i've started to come all right yeah i had a good session today yeah good um but yeah just slowly getting back to it the whole week was really hard um really hard to recover from yeah just slept a lot um did some light bodybuilding training just to get the body moving get get the sweat on yeah um Imagine it does a lot to your nervous system. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wasn't actually too taxed because I, I was quite very prepared for this comp. It was all um, fairly comfortable weights. So um, yeah, obviously there was a, a severe hangover. But um, in, terms <laughs> my, in terms of my actual body, I was just a tiny bit of upper back soreness, I think, from just um, there was a lot of reps on the deadlift. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was just. Uh, Do you think that was too light? Oh, I think the or did you using the deadlift bar made it. Um, a little bit too easy for some people that aren't yeah. good at deadlifts. Because you can grip it easier. Well, the bend's completely up above your knee, so it almost yeah, turns into a yeah, rack pull. Yeah, it is. I looked at it and thought it looks very similar to just a rack pull. Uh, I mean, uh, I think um, two lights are hard one to qualify because, you know, it's a qualifier, so you don't really want to beat the shit out of everyone and yeah. load it up with um, actual you mean? weight. This is strongman. And, and, so, <laughs> and the thing about strongman is you have to be ready for anything from one rep to... 30 reps. Yeah, okay. So, but I would have liked to see it a little bit heavier. Yeah. I was there and I was thinking, right, people are, like, some of the girls were smashing like 25, 30, mm. 30 It's reps hard with the female um, strongman events because uh, some some of the competitors can smash out 20 reps. Yeah, of one, true. One exercise. There's such a vast. Well, I, th- I think that that's something that does, um, I'd like to see change over time is just heavier weights for the girls because, um, 
Gen- as a general rule, I like to see, you know, let's keep most, you know, occasionally we can do some high reps just to mix things up or really test someone and see what they're made of. But let's say 99% of the time, keep it to less than 10. I think it's a pretty good number. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if people are doing more than 10, it's probably too light. It's cardio, mate. Anyway. It's cardio. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> you can test the cardio with medleys. Yeah, of course. You know, so that, that's what that's for. I think... um the barbell movements and the deadlifts and the overhead that should be with the heavy weights lifted. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so what's uh, what's your what's your goals going forward now? Then, oh, you go first, Max. Uh, well, basically, yeah, uh, win uh, WS Strongest Man. Twenty twenty. My title twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I've come uh, second in the uh, 18, 19, yeah, 18 and yeah. nineteen. So last two years, I've come second. I also came second in twenty sixteen as well. Yeah. So yeah, just really want to get that title back. Has and has Nav won both all three of those? The one you've no, come no, no. second. So, so Nav, uh, the only final that Nav's done was last year. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So winning winning to a strong twenty twenty strongman is the WA is your your goal. What yeah. what sort of um, now if you were so you you're just saying to me you want to hit a three hundred uh, kilo squat yeah as well yeah. any any other kind of weight goals that you want to hit before that um so the thing is um. Which it's true I'm strong, you've got to balance your gym training with your event training. Mm. So even the um, the training for the front of your squat, I'm actually having to put my yoke training on the back burner somewhat. Yeah. But my technique on the yoke is so well, it's I would say it's my technique on the yoke is really good. So, so essentially I don't need to practice the yoke very Blind much. his own on. Jeez. <laughs> stories we tell ourselves. He, he almost went even further than that. Almost. He almost said it was perfect. Yeah. And then he uh, dialed no, it no, back. There's, there's a few things I need to work on, but um, it's pretty bloody good if I say myself. <laughs> it's pretty bloody good. So what do you, what do you need to work on then? Uh, on the yoke? Yeah, just in general. Well, just getting stronger and bigger, essentially. So rather than doing excessive yoke training, if I can just get my squat to 300, a 500 kilo yoke should be relatively comfortable with yeah. one or two sessions for me. Is getting my general leg strength up because that that's the weak point. Yeah, it's not the um the yoke itself. It's just my overall body size and strength. So, for me personally, it is a, it is a slightly risky. You know, I could just get really specific and focus on the yoke, but I'm also looking into the future, and I wanna I don't want to sacrifice um two months where I'm not putting on gaining you know small mm. strength where I could be. Yeah. Okay. You know, because um it, at the end of the day, that's actually more important. Because um, that's really my weak point is those big um, static lifts getting yep. those up rather yeah. than the events. Yeah, nice. What about yourself, mm. Tom? What's, what's your goal? Yeah, so I really want to take out the 105s. Yeah. Um, I feel like every comp I've done, I've got better in one area and then one area has been lacking. But Paul, so, Paul's out now, isn't he? So yeah, thank you got, God. You got a good chance. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I feel like I'm slowly coming together. Um, yeah. I think my legs are a massive weak point, okay. so I'm really trying to get my leg strength up and my cardio as well. Yeah. Um, that from being so fit from rugby and then putting on a lot of size and then just becoming so unfit, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. It's actually really hard to take because you know, for years I've been so fast and had so much endurance. I just get frustrated myself. I expect myself to do a whole session. And I just can't. Yeah. So that's cool. Like everyone's got things to work on. Um, and I feel like my shoulder strength is not there as well. So, okay. um, you know, all things that, you know, we've always, I've always been focusing on the bigger picture. So now it's time to hone in. And I think, you know, at the finals, I'll 
bring a complete package. Yeah. Um, and I'm really excited. And I'm looking at you, yeah. Max. Um, so how, how are you going to get Ayrton through uh, the 105s to win the 105s with, with your scheduling? <laughs> what are you going to be doing? So, what uh, program are you going to be doing I'm for him? I'm going to preface this. So I've also got uh, another guy in the 105s. <laughs> yeah, also, okay. Uh, potentially. He's also potentially looking uh, very good. So shout out to Dan Greer. He's an absolute beast. Yeah. Uh, so I think those guys are really back. Actually, I mean, the thing the 105s is a stacked lineup. But um, with all my clients, um, you know, they're both like... Yeah, it's, so I trained two guys who both got that express goal and I'm both giving them my best to put them in the best position for the day. Anyway, with that, so with that, <laughs> Disclaimer. With Ayrton, so yeah, his, his leg strength. Um, so we found um, his deadlifting was really impacting his squatting and also the strongman events training for the last comp. He almost couldn't have squat heavy at all just because of his fatigue. Yeah, okay. Um, so we kind of, um, in the end, he was almost, we're just doing like 100 kilos on squats just to maintain some of the pattern. Yeah. Mm. But he did lose some leg strength or at least didn't um, increase his leg strength during that time. So again, that was, I was talking about trade-off between the event training and the static training. So basically we're doing a quick squat specialization phase in the first four weeks just to get his squat up. I, I want to see, you know, 220 for reps basically. And then we'll transition more into the yoke stuff. Um, so basically we're just doing a lot of pause work, eccentrics, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, I think it's like th- three days a week. And then another big focus is just um, endurance. So the static strength, uh, especially on the deadlift, that's um, up there with um, the other guys at, at the local level. You know, probably um, there's not many, actually it's probably the only guy who's actually pulled 300. Not 105s. Yeah, fuck yeah, I'm um, that's good. There's a, there's a massive overhead presses, but there's not many massive deadlifters. Yeah. That's a strong event, but the last comp, he just got pipped because his conditioning wasn't quite there. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, 25 reps. 25 reps, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now got me by two. Yeah. Ah, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, one thing, I'm, I'm, I actually give this to quite a few people, but um, anything in particular that's going to be really useful is training some um, strongman medleys to build that strongman specific endurance. Yeah. So, for example, we'll do... Um, it was a, like a sandbag run into a farmer's walk um, and do 15 metres on one, 15 metres on another, repeat five times. I bet your clients love you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was, I think yeah. Thursday night, I was just laying on the ground like, why do you hate me, man? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but the thing is, that that's the training that actually gets that strong man specific endurance. So I talked about this in a YouTube video the other day. There, you can like, you know, if I, I'm going to battle going for like a 5K run, <laughs> if I didn't finish a five run <laughs> <laughs> an hour later <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I've actually got I'm starting to get decent endurance for an actual strongman event so I felt great after didn't get puffed at all on the day and that was because of that kind of conditioning so for example the sandbag medley they had at the last comp I realised the strength wasn't going to be an issue it was purely my endurance so I did uh, it was three sandbags on a day. I worked up to eight sandbags over twice the distance in training. Yeah, so sweet. It felt easy on the day. It just felt like an absolute joke. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you go, if you go past, go past what it's going to come from the competition, you're mm-hmm. smashing that, and obviously it's going to be yeah. easy. So, um, Ayrton, so if, if if you're going into your next competition, mm. what would the ideal events be for you? Oh, so I think. Yeah, so obviously deadlift, um, bench press. <laughs> We're going to start adding bench press to strongman. Um, oh, look, I think any kind of 
um, you know, I feel like I'm starting to get comfortable under the yoke now. Yeah. I'm finally getting that sorted. So with some increased leg strength, I don't see why I can't really do well at that. Um, obviously, deadlift, I feel like that's going to be my best event. So um, just keep continuing with the deadlift, fix up the um, technique errors. Um, and I want to turn my worst events in the last comp to my best event. So yeah. um, I want to make sure the sandbags are just on point. So, yeah, sweet. you know, on um, Thursday night, I was just giving everything I had to the, the medley events that Max has given me in training. I just want to, you know, I was on the ground just almost vomiting. Like, that's how hard I've been training. And that's what it takes to turn yeah. what you're bad at into what you're really good at. Yeah, you've got to, you know, it's, it's, it's challenging because of how much it hurts, but you have to know that you've got to go into that place to yeah. to, to, well, to you go be to a dark place and you always get like some kind of sick satisfaction, like, oh, mm. I'm going to be so good at this by the end of it. And you just like <laughs> go to another level and that's what it takes in comp. You start at a level and then you go, oh, my goodness, I need to step up. And it just yeah. you just turn into a beast and you just nothing else matters. Yeah. And that was totally lacking for me in the last comp. I was just a pedestrian. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, let's go, boys, having fun. <laughs> but, you know, you can't be like that. You gotta, you just got to be an animal. Yeah. You do, you do. Sweet. All right, well, um, what about yourself, Max? What, 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 is, what are your ideal events? What am I doing? Well, um, you know what? I actually prefer um, comps which push me to um, get stronger than I ever have before. So they're, they're really my favorite comps. So that's why I'm looking forward to this one because you've got a five kilo yoke. So that's well above my personal best. So that's, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, we haven't got the full details on the rest of it, but it, overall it's a hard and heavy comp, so it's pushing me to get better. So they're my favorite comps. Um, so some great events that have pushed me in the past was like this year's Arnold, which never happened. They had a 320 axle bar deadlift from the ground. Mm. So it was based more than my max at the time on a harder variation. And my, I made some crazy progress on the deadlift and I would have gotten a rep on the day, but it, didn't end up happening, but um, it forced me to get better. There was another time, like I've had a comp which, you know, we had like 260 kilos for reps um, on a squat, and I've never squatted 260 in my life before, but I just put a plan together, and on the day I got six reps. So they're my favorite comps where it's got got something which looks impossible, and it pushes you to actually achieve it. Yeah. So that's, I don't really have any set ones, but just I like stuff that really challenges me in terms of programming and diet and you know just uh, focus to actually get better yeah okay i'm just trying to um if any of the strong men organizers listening to this i'm just trying to get them to put those events in that's all right <laughs> <laughs> these, these two guys bench are press, i've been saying <laughs> strong man bench press. <laughs> all right max so if, if if there was one thing that you were to focus on outside of the actual training itself that's going to improve your performance in strongman what's that what's that be well, i mean at, at the moment the biggest thing i uh, changed last year on speed diet so after I was sort of 127 kilos, getting it and really feeling it, I got on a um, bit of a carb cycling plan yeah. and really enjoyed that. Um, did it for about five or six weeks, dropped down below 120. And then um, I was actually, I was almost, um, well, I've been weighing about 115 this week, so I lost a lot of weight. And strength's gone down a little bit. I really dropped the calories after the comp big time. Mm-hmm. But um, you've got someone to take these opportunities to pull the calories back, drop a bit of fat, and then rebuild up. Even if your strength takes a temporary drop, it's going to pay off in the long run, having better body composition. So that's probably the biggest thing is um, is diet. I'm yeah. really focused on and just trying to 
find that um, balance of like uh, low carb days and high carb days where I'm getting leaner and still getting stronger. Yeah, nice. What about you, Gaetan? Yeah, diet. Diet yeah. as well. Um, oh, I mean, diet is a given, but probably mobility, I'd say. Yeah. Um, because I've put on so much size in such you know relatively short period of time, um, I've just found that I've lost almost all of my mobility. Yeah, okay. Max calls me the Tin Man. <laughs> man, I would I would recommend doing uh, ROMOD, range of motion workout yeah, daily. I think like, you've seen it's before. Tw- 20 minutes yeah. a day, and then on a Thursday, it's like 40 minutes, but it's really calm and relaxing. It's like, it's yeah. like mindfulness at the same time because it teaches you to, obviously, you're in poses for like three, four minutes. Oh, and like, sound, honestly, that sounds horrible. It is. <laughs> it is. But what, you, what you do is, is you learn to be able to uh, stay present when there's pain. Now, that transfers, obviously, across mm. to when yeah. you've got 300 kilos on your back and you're like, fuck, I don't know whether I've got one more yeah. rep in me because yeah. it hurts. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're like, yeah. okay, well, you just go. You can, it transfers across. I've noticed. Yeah. I've, and it transfers into life as well into, yeah. in terms of just being able to stay present when, yeah. when there's suffering going on. Uh, yeah. And it obviously opens all your joints up. Yeah, yeah well, that's one thing, like uh, core activation, all that sort of stuff. You know, strongman, you see all the big weights going up, but there's so many little micro things you have to do to get your body right, you know, especially the log. You know, you see someone just picking it up and throwing it up, but there is so many different aspects to the log um, that actually gets it up efficiently because, you know, at the start of the year, I kept almost bicep curling it up. Yeah, I was okay. like, Max, my elbows are just <laughs> destroyed. My biceps are so sore. And Max, like, you shouldn't feel that in your biceps at all. Yeah, and um, fully <laughs> broke. Not doing that right. <laughs> yeah, fully broke down the whole movement, and it, there's like ten parts to it. It's crazy, <laughs> and the breathing, the breath control, and then the core tightness, and then not letting go of your breath at the top of the lift, mm. and then you know, there's all these little aspects that um, go into strongman, and um, I, I hope you know people can appreciate that one day is like strong men's even though we're big guys or you know they see these huge lifts is so technical as well mm-hmm. um and that's what the best guys have put together they've put yeah. together that technical side and the strength side yeah and you don't you don't like i mean i watch strongman all the time when i was young growing up was that in the uk it's literally the the world's strongest man showed yeah. on Christmas Day in the UK yeah. every single year, even though it's done in like August. Yeah. But they just don't show it until just I think it's metrics that were, were the sponsor or yeah, yeah. still are. But that was a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. It's been, it's been that long since I've been in the UK. But um, I get like it was. Just, I just remember just thinking, fuck, these are the big guys that just can yeah. look things around that just yeah. she just tries to lift as much in the gym and then just take it to there. But yeah. there is. It's like, so it's yeah. months of just trying like. Even like with the event training, it might not, like Max was saying, it might not even feel right to on the day. Mm. And then you're like, oh, that's how, this is how it works. Well, um, I mean, yeah, that's a big thing is the the psychological thing because sometimes the events are so taxing, you can't physically put it all together in training. You have to just trust that you're about to do it on the day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That uh, that squat I was telling you about um, in training, I did like the week before, five to six at 220. And then I had to do 260 on the day, so yeah. a, a 40 kilo jump. Yeah. And I walked down and I was just cracking myself, <laughs> just psyched myself up and then did a rep. And I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> and then kept on going. And Fuck yeah. How many did you end up getting? Six, yeah. Fuck. So you've never, never done 264 that, that was before. That was years ago, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah that, that's, that's one thing that's hard to get people's heads around is you can't always 
it's not always smart to hit a certain way in the plan. And sometimes when coaching someone, I have to find that balance between letting them do what's going to be a confidence boost versus um, trusting the process. Yeah, nice, nice. All right, that's strong man. Before before we go, I just know yeah. Max, just talk a little bit about what your your YouTube channel and stuff you're doing. You got you got something coming up on it? Maximum human potential, you're doing yeah, some more stuff yeah. for that? So um yeah, just started um posting a bit more on my YouTube channel recently, so it's called Maximum Human Potential. And basically the goal with that, I'm just gonna build up a bit of an audience and then that's gonna sort of transition into like a membership website. But I wanna really um uh, put out some good content and build a bit of an audience before I do I'm ready to make that jump yeah nice so um, yeah I kind of set up myself a challenge doing 90 videos in 90 days so yeah, okay. mm. the um, the quality isn't always there it's, <laughs> it's getting stuff but it's um, you know that's one thing I found like with um, you know social media you just got to give it a crack yeah. and the quality will come over time and just building that habit of doing it daily or almost daily is going to um, you know get your audience up there and then yeah, you've just got to, you've just got to get content you've got to get yeah, content yeah, out because because otherwise you just never get around to doing it like, yeah yeah but um no you can have the video for this yeah. <laughs> anyway <laughs> <laughs> all right so if they want to get in contact with you for some coaching anyone how do they get in contact uh, with you so just instagram maximus McCall. yeah sweet uh, easiest way it's on. Yes. Are you taking on clients for your personal training at the moment? Uh, not at the moment. Uh, yeah. I've actually taken a complete break off social media. Yeah. Um, felt like I was just spending too much time, you know, wasting on it. Like, could have, I've got I'm a gym manager, yeah. and I've got personal training as well. So, but if you really want to train, tell me email. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you're really desperate to train for me, yeah. uh, so it's etonhone at gmail.com. Nice. I'll put both of that in the show notes. Thanks for coming over, guys. Cheers, cool. mate. Cheers, Martin. I'd cheers you, but... <laughs> 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 <laughs>